Welcome to the Superhero Lifestyle Podcast, where I, Stephen Summers, sit down with my business partner, Robert Ricky, and we talk about how to become successful online. We also talk about how to sell your own branded products globally and so much more. These are the exact conversations that we have all time about how to become more successful in business and in life. So hope you enjoy and make sure to check us out on MarketplaceSuperheroes.com if you're not already a member. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody. Today, I wanted to ask Robert a question that I'm even interested to get his take on. I've asked him about this before as he initially mentored me. And uh, it's this idea of trend lines. And uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into investments as well today. So Robert, first of all, thanks for jumping on. Uh, Great to be here chatting with you as always. Yes, absolutely. Indeed. And a a sort of a conversation or subject matter that is dear to my heart, Stephen, let's say. It is. No, definitely. And, and again, I, I, before I met you, I'd never really seen this before. I'd never really thought about trends and mathematical trends. And the fact that when you get products into your business, they start to give you this idea of a trend and how much they're selling. And I, when I started, I was really scared about this because I, in my mind, I thought, Robert, like, well, that's all well and good. I've sold this much this month and in the last two months. But like, what if nobody buys my product next month? And you would always say to me, not worry about that because of the nature of trends. And even in our, new, our newer businesses now, like trends still continue. And it's something for me personally, uh, I've, I've always struggled with it. So I thought it'd be cool to chat about that today and get your take on it and why, why trends, why, why you can bank on trends so much, you know? Yeah, and this goes across the board, you know, in terms of all types of of businesses or even more so all types of products. So, you know, you can have a a physical sort of product in a store. You can have a physical product on on an e-commerce platform or online. You can have a service. You can even have a digital service. And you can even have, you know, like say education or sort of knowledge material. It doesn't really matter what the what the product in inverted commas is. It will always still have this this trend line. And I always feel, Steve, that it comes down to logic. I mean, it's just it's purely purely logical for me that you know if we take say we'll take a couple of examples, but if you take a, an Amazon business with a, a number of products in a, a certain marketplace or inside a certain country, and we use a, a phrase that I've talked about before, which is a Latin phrase, which I learned at school, weirdly enough. People say, yeah. you don't take anything from school, but no, that's not true. It was a, a phrase called ceteris paribus, right? And it basically means all things remaining equal, right? So if we use that principle of all things remaining equal, um, by that, I mean, you have stock, right? So you're, you haven't run out of stock the next time, yeah. or that your product is not you know, essentially you know, majorly seasonal, right? So if we get something that only sells in July, but would not sell in August, okay? So those are very rare. We tell people not really to do those, you know, majorly seasonal uh, products. But Mm -hmm. if you take that, that center of this paribus rule, then July is going to equal August, right? Because of that trend line, right? Now that trend line might be, you know, it's, it's flat, or it could be on the up because your product is bedding in and it's yet to reach its kind of peak demand. It's, it's overall numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So if if all things remain equal, then August is going to equal July. So therefore, that's that's all that you've got to to account for and kind of play with. The same thing goes for if we take us right down to the to the very core, really simple example. If you take like say Coca Cola inside a garage or a petrol station. Well, if they've sold 250 cans of Coca-Cola in, in July, let's say, yeah. what, what do they think they're going to sell in August? Right? The weather hasn't changed. Right? Yeah. Customers' demand for Coca-Cola whenever they're filling up with petrol will not and has not changed. They have stock, which has not changed. So therefore, they're going to hit very, very similar numbers. And that's what they, that's what they plan for. That's how forward ordering even comes around, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's interesting. I think a lot of people in the in the online business space, they always talk about, oh, well, you can't you can't just know that something's gonna happen in the in the following month or whatever. But as I say, that was one of the biggest things I learned for me, this idea that all things remain equal. If I've done a certain number, a bit of revenue in one month, I can bank on it that it's gonna be similar or more the next month. So then the first question would be, um, I'm just trying to think what people might be thinking as they're listening to this. It's like Trends obviously go up and trends go down, trends flatten. So like, have there ever been situations for you where, you know, the trend is, do trends fall rapidly as I suppose, but the question would be, do they, and cause they can increase rapidly and do they also fall rapidly? What's been your experience with that? Yeah, I think trends can increase more rapidly than what they, what they fall away at. You know, whenever you've got, even inside a product, let's say that's, you know, hyper novel or sort of really, really new. You know, if you took, for example, we've used the example quite a lot, like an iPhone 4 cover. Uh, whenever the iPhone 4 was being released, you would have seen a number of people maybe pre-buying or buying the accessory that goes along with it. So the trend is starting to go up or sales are starting to go up. Then you get the release of the, of the actual phone itself or the, the accessory that goes along with it. And all of a sudden, you get a massive spike, right? A massive spike in your in your trend line, and that spike then continues for quite a period of time because whenever you have the initial launch of something like that, yeah. and and this is a good example to to look at a at a micro level, whereas we would look at it more macro, which we can kind of come to as well. But you know, you get that spike, but then you'll get all the people who said, "Well, I'm not, I'm not going to go down and queue outside the the store all night to get this new phone. I can wait." But they are very much more in the majority. So therefore, over the next number of months, you know, two, three, four months, you still have this trend line going up. Now, whenever that phone has become, you know, it's a beat on the market. You know, the vast majority of users have have bought the phone. They've bought the accessory that goes with it. You know, your iPhone 4 cover does not fall off the face of the earth inside one month. So you might have had that spike the way it went right up, but you wouldn't get the, the same thing on the, on the tail. It goes down slowly, slowly, slowly until such times as, say, the iPhone 5 is released and therefore there's no new buyers of 4 and you're really dealing with a shrinking market. So whenever people start thinking about... You know, the market gets to its peak and then it starts to shrink. But of course, Steve, as we would always say, don't get involved in a product that has a lifespan of one year. Yeah. You know, the, the products that have been hugely successful for ourselves and all of our community as well have really been something that's been around for a long, long time. 
So therefore, what you're doing is you're coming into a very mature market. So there's no mad spike in the actual market itself. Whereas what you then have is this beautiful trend line, which is moving up, 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 up to your peak demand, not yeah. to the peak demand of the market. And the market is so mature that now you just sit along at this trajectory and it allows you then to know what next month is going to be, what six months is going to be uh, down the line. And that information is very, very powerful because then you can stay in stock. And that's from a physical product point of view. That's really the key thing that you're looking for in a, in a trend line, in my opinion. I think as well, a lot of people, they, you know, if they've not seen this before, it can be very odd to just know that something's going to happen. And I suppose it's, it is odd that so many people just so happen that they all have displayed an interest for certain products in any business. This is like, and I, and I think, do you ever think about that? That like, it's just odd that so many people are interested in specific product. Like the nature of how people and numbers work is, it is fascinating, isn't it? Because you, you almost can't explain it. You just have to accept it and view the numbers. That's always how I felt you look at it. Maybe I'm wrong. What would you say? To no, um, I mean, I don't even regard it as odd. And I know probably people think that I'm odd for not yeah. regarding it as odd. Yeah. But I, I, I've never regarded it as odd. I've sort of looked at it and said, especially with that thing, and I think it's actually something I learned from yourself, was this idea of abundancy. You know, this, yeah. this abundant mentality on so many different things. You know, it's like whenever you look at the, at the real numbers, you know, I live in a small, small village outside Belfast. And I think you'd be surprised at, you know, my local petrol station, like I was using as an example. Yeah. I think you'd be quite surprised at how many tins of Coca-Cola or how many something else's that they sell, whether it's loaves of bread or... Yeah you know, Mars bars or, you know, a really, a weird, I would say like a weird product because not every single person who's going in to fill up their car with uh, this fuel mm. has this desire for Coca-Cola, but there is a section of them. And because there's quite a lot of people going through there, that's yeah. why they sell considerably, you know, whenever you're looking at a considerable amount of, yeah. of Coca-Cola. So, you know, whenever you look at that abundant sort of nature of, you know, there is literally hundreds of people going through that, uh, that little store today of all days and they're yeah. making incremental sales. But again, that's a, that's a very interesting sort of concept is that if they in that petrol station were just selling petrol, that's the only customer that they can appeal to. Whereas yeah. they've said, well, let's have small numbers. Now, what does this sound like, Steve? Let's have yeah. small numbers of lots of different products that we can put in front of somebody who is going to go through this forecourt into the store to pay for their petrol. What does that yeah. sound like? I know, and uh, exactly. And it, it, it just makes so much sense, though, like that, that you can't argue with the logic behind that. You know, I, I, you just can't. And it's, it's simple, and business is simple, and that's what's beautiful about it. But what's interesting about your example, too, is where you live in that, in that village, because it's not even a town, I mean, there's another shop, big store at the other end of the village that does pretty much sells the exact same stuff except for fuel, doesn't sell fuel. And they're still selling tons of Coca-Cola and whatever else. So even in a small space like that, certain products, they sell lots of them. And so you, know, you go to uh, the, the great ocean, which is the internet. And obviously then it starts to multiply 
rapidly. So it would stand to reason that if a certain number of people display affinity or interest in a, in a type of product that they will continue to do that, you know, that it wouldn't just change overnight. So the nature of that makes, makes a lot of sense. And for those of you who've never seen this before, yeah, like the, the, I'm, I'm looking to prepare, what I'm looking to do here, Robert, is give people the same level of confidence you taught me in a business. And I think as well, some people out there, maybe they feel like, you know, oh, like I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can, um, maybe they're like, they're starting their business and they're making sales or doing pretty well, but they're constantly worried that their sales could, could like go away, their business could go away. What would you say to those people to alleviate that sense of worry that some people, because I know when I started, I had those worries, I had those fears because they'd never been there before. And I feel like you just accept numbers, you accept trends. How can we inspire other people or give them the information to give them, to give them that same level of confidence you have in, in their numbers? Yeah, I think it really comes down to, it comes right back to logic, right? If you're worrying about that, right, you've got to worry, okay? I understand that maybe you're, you know, you're relatively new inside the business. You don't have as much data to kind of back up your, your beliefs that you want to have, right? So look at it and say to yourself, how, right? How would this month coming up, how would the sales inside that month be any different to the sales that I have in, in this month? Or mm-hmm. how would my business fall off the face of the earth? So yeah. there's a number of things that that could happen with. So first of all, let's say you've only got one product, okay? So you've put yourself in a position of, you know, you don't have much security, right? The more products that you add to your business, the more security that your business has. Because in the unlikely event, of one of those products being, let's call it wiped out, right? Catastrophe, wiped out, and we'll we'll come back to why that would happen. You still have more and more and more to back that other one up, right? So really the only way that you can have a product that went off the face of the earth, the first one is no stock, right? You've run out of stock, but you can prepare for that, right? So you know that that's happening. And that is also, you may regard it as a, as a catastrophic event, but it's not really because you can restock, right? Yeah. So it may be bad for that month, but you can restock and bring it back around again. So that fear should go. We also have this thing of, oh, somebody else is going to come into the market and take all my sales. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not a logical thought, right? Because that would be a bit like saying, as you used the example, that the garage in, uh, in my village is the only place that sells Coca-Cola. It's not, right? There is probably six or seven stores in the village that sells it. Exactly. So that logic then would say, oh, oh there's another store in the village that's selling Coca-Cola. We're going to sell none. Well, that's not true right? because there is, there is footfall, right? Okay. And even inside uh, the likes of Amazon or online, there's still footfall that moves towards one or, or the other. People will also then say, oh, oh Amazon are going to steal my product. Not proven to be the case, right? Especially in the likes of marketplace products, uh, inside marketplace superheroes, because we are operating in an area that Amazon would never even be interested in or bigger sellers would never even be interested in. So that's... That would be illogical to, to, to think that way as well. And really, there's, there's probably a lot of other little ones that people have 
But if they applied the logical sort of nature to it and think to themselves, why would that happen? Then really they'll start to get a lot more, a lot more confidence. But also taking that on and saying that every single product that I add to my business provides more security. That's a very important point. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. That's, 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 it's great advice for, for everybody listening. And no matter what business you're in, it's great advice because every business produces a trend line. And I think the best advice we can give to people there, Robert, maybe you'll uh, have a different way of putting it, but I think it's like you got to accept your trend line and you, you've got to accept the business that your business is producing. And then you've got to assume that's going to continue where uh, all things remain equal, as you just mentioned, and then look to increase the variables that push that business on, like number of products, whatever the case, you know, more advertising, whatever the case may be. Would you agree with that as a statement for people? Absolutely. If you cannot believe, you know, if you've sold 200 of something this month, if you don't believe that you're going to sell 200 or somewhere in that region uh, next month, then you cannot believe the figures that you're looking at because that would not be logical, yep. right? You, if, you, if, if you showed me that you've sold 200 products, uh, or sorry, units of a product in this month, and I asked you, how many do you think you're going to sell next month? And if you did not say 200, then I'd have to say to you, then you don't believe the figures that you're looking at. Exactly. Simple as that. You're not, you don't believe in facts. Yeah. And if you don't believe in facts, and you cannot plot that, that next part of that, when really, do you have any business being in business, Steve, as we would say? Because you're, not, yeah. you're not looking at what, you're, at what you're being told, and you're not then making decisions based on that. Or you're, you're making a weird decision based on it. You're saying, oh, I've sold 200 this month. Oh, I think I'm going to do nothing next month. What if all this crashes down around me? That makes no sense. That makes absolutely zero sense. And that's it. That's it entirely. Because I feel that the, the trouble with a lot of people is there's different types of people in the world, right? There's practical people like yourself, action people. You're also very action oriented. There's social people who want to be around people all the time. There's emotional people who, you know, want to talk about feelings and stuff a lot, which <laughs> definitely is not Robert Ricky. No. Uh, but at the same time, like you have to look at those four types and we all have elements of those four characteristics within us so you're very much a, a, a like an ap or a pa kind of person at the front i'm probably a um an ae uh, probably you would say like an action and then emotional and then maybe practical and maybe social maybe maybe even practical is my lowest it could be um have you have you got your emotions in check mr summers have you got your emotions well some would say i do uh, do you know what i love and not be as logical as you so that's something i really learned from you very early on that like there's no place for this emotion um and and again if you do have all this emotion wrapped up in what you're doing you're not going to have that confidence that we're talking about here to assume the trend line, know the numbers are going to happen as they're happening because they've been proven to happen that way. And I, I, in our early days, I was on the emotional roller coaster all the time because of that. And that's why I really thought this, I really wanted to get this episode out because I know there's a lot of people coming in here who are emotional at the front of their life and it's stopping them from making good choices. So like, just to kind of come full circle on this then, Rob, it's like, how do you get a trend line? 
the only way you can get a trend line is by getting beyond the fear and all the emotion that some people have and placing an order because only when you have the thing in stock and multiple of them can you get the trend line, you know? Correct. And, you know, I'm not saying, and neither are you, we're not saying that being emotional is a bad thing. Sure, uh, but, you know, leave it at home, right? Be emotional with your wife, your girlfriend, your, your husband, your kids, your family. Uh, and that's a, that's a very important, important part. But whenever you come in and you sit down at your desk or whatever it is that you're doing, and you open up that laptop, the emotions go off and the facts then, then take over, the data takes over. But as you say, Steve, the only way to get data is to get something that will provide you with data. Right? Again, very, very factual. It's, it's impossible to get the data on a product that you're going to sell without actually selling the damn thing. Right? That's, that just can't be done. So that initial sort of product, that initial order, or the, the first foray into the business is brilliant. Right, the, the stuff that it teaches you, and that we have seen people saying that they were taught, even, even God forbid, a bad idea, right, a bad product, it's still going to teach you so much, right? And all of a sudden, now you are a person, a person who implements. You're the person who rips off the bandaid and does things and follows through and connects and works a system, right? That in itself is absolutely massive. But getting those that first product and subsequent products as well, and looking at the sales, right, and taking it, uh, as we always say, try not to be a, a day a day trader or a day checker, right, because yeah. day data is very volatile, right, and if you're coming into this business and you're, rel you're a relative novice or an amateur at the, at the business, day checking is going to you know, especially if you're emotional, it's going to screw with your emotions, right? It's going to give you that emotional roller coaster because as we talk right. about, you come in one day and you've made six sales. It's like, wow, this is fantastic. I'm on top of the world. You come back in the next day, nothing. You will be at the bottom, right? Back again. And it was only yesterday you were on top of the world. Then the next day you're, you're right down again. The next day you come in, you've made three sales and you're like, oh, that's okay. But the best that you could hope for is average in that. Right, that you come in every day and you have made the sales that you thought you were going to make. What way is that to, to look at anything? Whereas yeah, if you take it, exactly. sorry, Steve. No, no, I was just going to say exactly. Like, I mean, I really, I really want people to understand the importance of this episode because, you know, it's all well and good to talk about a trend line. And I wanted to start there because that's where you will all get to a place where you, you see the trend line, you get confidence in it, you believe, you know the next month is going to work out because it always has. I think just for everybody listening as well, Rob, it's like, it's not like this is a new concept to you. You've lived your life with trend lines now for over 20 years, right? So I, people, I, want, to, I want people to have the confidence to know like you've been doing this for 20 years and never once has a trend line let you down, you know? No, because technically speaking, they can't. Right? Exactly. And it's, uh, although I must say like that, that paints a really great picture of, of me as a really exciting kind of guy. You've lived your life with trend lines, closely well, with trend it. lines for 20 years. I mean, Jesus. I, I, I wish mean, I could make it sound more interesting. <laughs> I mean, that, that really, that, that, says, that says it all. But no, like whenever you, whenever you look at it, right, so you're getting in, let's deal with sales data, right? That is said, and that could be physical product, digital product services, courses, education, whatever. And you have this up and down 
thing that, that works on either days or weeks or even months, right? Now, if you shrink it, right, you go with the lowest. Now, I wouldn't go down to an hourly sort of rate unless you're in something that's very fast moving. Uh, stocks and shares would be by the second, right? So, but our, our business would not be that volatile. If we go days, and I always talk about this shark's teeth kind of effect. So, you know, you you have low sales one day, next day is higher, next day is average, next day is low, next day is high, et cetera, et cetera. So you get this up and down sort of looking graph, which you can do very little with, right? And that has that roller coaster of, of emotion. And it looks like a roller coaster, right? Up, down, up, down, up, down. Me and you both like a good roller coaster as well, Steve. But yes, we in sales data, I don't like the roller coaster. What I like is the nice, smooth path, right? Now, all in a trend line, all you got, all you're looking at, and every you can go and Google what a trend line looks like, but it's taking all the data points and it's smoothing this path, and it just goes nice and smooth. If your sales are going up on the trend line, you'll just see the trend line. It goes straight from A to B. It's a straight line, and it then shows you what's happening. Right? It's an average, and it's telling you what's going to happen in the next period of time. Now, the longer your sales data, the more accurate your, your trend line, right? That's just, that's just fact, just logic. And you can see what's gonna happen, and it's beautiful then because you know what's gonna happen, right? The trend line, the average is telling you. And if you don't believe in that next step or two steps, it means that you don't believe in what's gone before. And what's yeah, gone before, it, before it, is it, fact. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's like it never happened and yet you're sitting there looking at it. That's factual. So if you don't believe that this is going to continue, then you don't believe in what went before. Which, and, and doesn't matter who you are, how emotional you might be, you can't say that because that's not, that's not real. You know, <laughs> the reality is that happened whether you like it or not, you know. And, that's yes, a, and a, unfortunately, it does affect people. You know, we say it all the time. You know, they sell... 200 one month, 250 the next, 220 the next, 275 the next. Boom, that's a trend line, right? And what, what do they not do? Or what do they fear doing is they fear reordering. And it's like, are you serious? Because you can't, you can't be serious here. You literally can't be serious. Because what you're saying is that if I'm driving a car, right, and I set the I set the autopilot to go at sixty miles per hour, and I want you to increase that miles per hour by one miles per hour every ten seconds, mm -hmm. and then I jump out of the car. Now I'm going to hurt myself on the way out, but what do I think is going to happen with that car? It's not going to stop, right? If there's motorway in front of it and it's straight, which is what we were saying, ceteris paribus, right? It's got stock. It's got the marketplace. It hasn't fallen off the face of the earth. What do you think is going to happen? The car's going to keep on going. So therefore, and, and we have to believe that, right? It's got, it's got fuel, right? Like the stock of the business. It's got the motorway straight line in front of it, like the marketplace that it sells on. So what's going to happen? It's just going to continue. And it's going to build its own trend line without me being behind the wheel. And whenever you can do that with product after product after product, take care of it in the, in the initial period yeah. by yourself, manually looking at it and everything else. Then once it gets to a certain stage, turn that product on autopilot and move to, your, to the next project or the next product. 
yeah, I love that. And I really, that's the message we want to put out today. It's just believing in the trend line and getting to the, getting to the trend line. I mean, pulling the trigger, getting your products into stock and doesn't matter what business you're in, getting your products of your business into place, physical or digital. It's the same idea. Like you must have products in your business. You're not going to be successful. And um, that's why we're here. We're here to create that freedom. And, um, and the other side of it too is for those of you listening who you're already up and running, like you just said there, Robert, it's, that's really important to be in a situation where you do reorder because you've got to have that confidence again that it's going to continue. That's the other side too. It's like you, you could actually fault that hurdle. You could, you could have gotten so far. You got a trend line. You sold out. And for some reason, the, the old uh, voices of the past have come in and started to tell you that this isn't going to continue, which is, which is as illogical and as damaging as never starting because of that, you know? Yeah, and the number of times that, like, even whenever we haven't been overly satisfied with a product, and that's been physical, digital, everything else, Mm-hmm. We've always provided the the sort of the incubator or the space to allow that product to change, right? To allow that product time to come back around again, to to show us the trend line because trend lines do take they do take time. And like I said, the longer that you can that you can give something the trend line, then the more that you can be certain. You know, if you're looking at a trend line which is two months. Mm-hmm. I would still be of that opinion that, right, it's still a trend line, so I've got to follow it. All right? There's no emotion. There's no second guessing. It's just follow that. But I will also permit a product a hell of a lot longer because if you've got a two-year trend line, well, the game's over. You, yeah. you know 100% what's going to happen next, 100%, because yeah. you can't have a trend line for that long and not know. And, of course, what we're saying here is that whenever you've got this stage where you're selling 200 a month in the following month, you've said, I will sell 200. If you sell 180, not one piece of you freaks out, not one, because what we're not saying is that it's guaranteed 200. We're saying that it will follow the trend line. 180 is on the trend line. So if you freak out that it's gone, you know, 10% down, 5% down, that's something you need to address because the very next month could be 220, which will even that out. That's what the trend line yeah. says. But you're, you're going to have months like we have in our businesses too. Of course. Where you have these unbelievable months that are just way beyond the trend line. And, and, and your next month, you're going to come down. But you have to, like, that's, that, that was always going to happen, you know? We just had it in our own yes. business, Robert. You know that, yeah, have, and you've got to remove the emotion of the spike, exactly. right? Exactly. You can't. That's that's not fair on a business, right? We talk about fair all the time, exactly. and, you know, every, everything else. But on a business, like we see people not being fair with business, so many different things, so many different times, and so many different aspects. But that's yeah. one thing that's not fair. Is this? You have a brilliant month a month that's better than expectation, better than a trend line. And all of a sudden, you believe that that's now the new norm. And it's like, where do you get off, you know, saying that about the business that it now has to do this? It's just had a spike and everything else. 
Forget about the spike. Take it as a win. Put it in your pocket, but it's a spike. The trend line continues. So don't be expecting that that's going to happen next month. It might. It yeah. might. But you, that's not expectation. Expectation would be yeah. that you go back to the trend line, and that's a exactly. win. You exactly. keep on exactly. that trend line, it's a win. Exactly. And, uh, and again, like you, the other thing about that is like daily sales are volatile, a month that's really amazing is not going to cause that much volatility to the overall trend simply because it's just one month, you know? And that's the other Correct. thing to remember. Like it doesn't, it, it, that what, what people are kind of saying there, if they think, well, I've had an amazing month, that's now normal. Well, you're throwing out, now you're throwing out the average. <laughs> you're going, you're, now you're making a new choice to yourself, which is there's no such thing as an average anymore. You know what I mean? And I think that's like, you got to have these principles that don't change. And this is one of them, you know? And also, you know, to sort of get around to wrapping up is, how come your business has to exponentially grow, but you don't have to? You can remain average. Exactly. You can remain below average. You can remain very passive and almost lazy in a, in, in a business. But the business all of a sudden has the responsibility and everything else. If you want to have a trend line that goes up exponentially, you've got to go up exponentially with it because you're the, you're the driver. You know, you're the driver of the train, Steve. I think it's a brilliant point and a great way to finish. So, look, I hope this episode gave everybody confidence in what you're doing. I would love you guys, if you're a member of Marketplace Superheroes, jump into our group and discuss what you took away from today's episode. If you're not a member, we've got our Amazon Superheroes free group. For everybody, I want to invite you to check out our link at marketplacesuperheroes.com forward slash origin. Uh, that is where you can watch a little case study and then you can apply to speak to our team. We're always looking to speak to people who want to grow a successful business who want our help as well. So marketplacesuperheroes.com forward slash origin. Go check that out. And Robert, thanks for your time today. This was a fun episode, you know, really getting your take on something that I know a lot of people, they won't hear this elsewhere and that's why they come here. So thanks for your knowledge today. This was great.